you know, and, and there's always that chance that somebody's going to bump into you, cut you off, things like that. You get stressed out about it. You, you yell and curse and shake your fist. Um, and I know that I've, I've done that before. Episode 694 of Diz Runs Radio is a best of-ish episode. Today's quick tip, only focus on what you can control. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode, just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the book, Be Ready on Race Day. My book uh, has been out now for, uh, gosh, closing in on a year, uh, which is which is crazy to, to think that it's been that long and to think that it's not even been that long. It's it's one of those you know dichotomy things where it feels like it was forever ago and it feels like it was just yesterday that uh, I was finally able to announce that the book was uh, alive. But if you haven't heard me talk about the, the book before, uh, basically, you know, the, the long and the short of it is, is I, I try to do everything I, I do as a coach, write it, write it all down in a, in a guide for you to uh, basically serve as your own coach, to write your own custom training plan. Um, you know, if, if you, if you're new to the show, you, you may not know, but I'm, I'm really anti the idea of a one size fits all training plan. You know, those, those free plans that you can download that, uh, you know, just kind of say, do this, do this, do this, um, that aren't catered for you and what you need and what your schedule is like and what your life is like. Um, I'm just not a fan. Uh, you know, th- those things can be a-, a starting point, but a much better way to actually prepare for a race to be optimally prepared for a race is to have a plan that's specific to you. And, you know, as a coach, as somebody who makes a living by, uh, the people that, that pay me every month to, to coach them and write their plans and, you know, help them through the, the ups and the downs of this, uh, you know, running life that we all share. Uh, I understand that not everybody has room in the budget for a coach right now, or even a, a want, a desire for a coach right now. That said, that doesn't mean that you should just rely on one size fits all plans. And that's what the book is for. It's to help you write your own custom plan to, to basically just follow what I do with, you know, the, the, the main steps and then give you the, the, uh, you know, the opportunity, the knowledge, the, the, um, ability to go ahead and make the tweaks and put the workouts in and, and tweak and adjust and make it fit you and your schedule and your life. So if that sounds like, uh, you know, maybe better than a one size fits all thing and shoot, you can always start with a one size fits all. You can start with one of those downloadable plans, but then, you know, use the book to help you tweak it help you adjust it, help you make it actually your own and not just that one plan that's out there for, you know, every intermediate marathoner that, that there is or whichever, whichever level seems like it's the right one for you. So, um, if you haven't checked out the book yet, be ready on race is the website that takes you right back to, to actually the page on my website for the book. Um, you get some sample chapters, kind of get an idea of what the book is all about. Uh, and you can also find, you can buy the book there. I'll, I'll be happy to sign it for you if you buy it from the, from the website there, but you can also get it on Amazon. You can get it, uh, you know, the old one click, you get it on Kindle, get it uh, sent to the house. I think it's prime eligible, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but uh, you can get the book on Amazon as well. Just search for be ready on race day. There's also links from the website that take you right back there. Uh, get you a copy. Let me know what you think. Always love to hear uh, how the book has helped. Hopefully it's helped. Um, hopefully you learned something that's, that's been the, the biggest bit of feedback I get is that, wow, like I didn't understand why we would do this in a training plan, but now I do. Um, and so that's, that's what the book is for. It's how to, how to make your own training plan and make a good one, not just make some dumpy thing, but actually make a good one. So check it out. Be ready on raceday.com. So today's quick tip episode, taking a little trip ish down memory lane. If, if you're, if you're new to the show, it's been a minute since I've done a, a best of ish episode, but, uh, th- these episodes are, are kind of a, a, a new take on something that we've talked about before, or maybe, maybe it'll end up being the same take. I don't know. 
but I went back through the archives uh, and, and today pulling a, a quick tip episode that was originally episode 316. So it's been, it's been, you know, 300 and whatever, do the math, almost 380 episodes since uh, we talked about this. Uh, the, the, the date on this one was uh, September, I believe September 30th, but sometime in September 2016. So it's been over two years since I did this post. Haven't listened to it, uh, but I, I just looked at the show notes for it to kind of refresh my memory. But uh, gonna gonna kind of give a, a little fresh take. I think it'll be a fresh take on what I talked about before, but you can definitely go back and check out the original episode if you're so inclined. Dizruns.com slash 316 will take you right there. Um, but uh, gonna gonna talk a little bit about focusing on the things that you can control because you know a lot of us, um, especially a lot of the folks that I work with, a lot of the Diz runners, but I'm, I'm assuming that, that a lot of runners in general, in fact, I know a lot of runners in general, tend to be a bit type A, tend to be a bit uh, kind of control freakish. Um, you know, wanting, wanting to make sure that all the, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, the, the stuff is laid out perfectly, that everything goes to plan one, two, three, four. And as, as much as that might be your preference, as much as that might be the way that you prefer to operate, if you've been running for very long, you know, that, that that's not how running works. That's not how races, races sometimes go to plan training, sometimes go to plan. Talk about be ready on race day. You know, th- things sometimes go to plan. Most of the time, eh, not so much. Most of the time, there, there needs to be some adjustment. There needs to be some adaptation. Uh, some things are going to happen that you're going to have to adapt to. And, you know, I've seen, I've seen instances. I've seen them in person. I've seen them, you know, kind of through talking with, with people I work with. I've seen it from um, kind of, you know, afar, just on social media, casual observer, where people have a, some of us, some of us runners, have a tendency to focus on things that and, and worry about things and stress about things that are completely out of our control. And let's not kid ourselves. There's enough things that, uh, that we can control that we can stress about and worry about and focus on that. That doesn't help us at all to be focused on those things that are beyond our control. Those things that we have no way of, of impacting or controlling. And yet, too many of us, and, and I am guilty of this on uh, at least a couple of occasions, spend too much time focusing on those things, worrying about those things, um, wasting energy, mental and sometimes physical, on things that literally there's nothing we can do about. So um, today I want to go through kind of three examples of, of ways that you might be guilty of uh, focusing on the wrong things, focusing on things that, that, that there's no way that you can impact or control that are, that are just completely outside of, of the bounds of anything that we have any control over. Um, and give you a couple of examples, like again, of things I've seen firsthand and then maybe give you some, um, ideas of, of places that you'd be better off trying to focus things that are completely within your control. Um, and will hopefully help you make sure that you have a good race instead of focusing on things that you can't control and then having that ruin your day. So, uh, first thing that is impossible to control, and this may sound a bit, uh, I don't know, contradictory may sound like this. Wait, 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 hold on. I can, I can control that, but it's your finishing time. It's the time on the clock at the end of the race. And you know, in some aspect, maybe you do have some control on that. Cause obviously you can control, you know, your speed pacing, things like that. But where you don't have any control on, on your finishing time is with all the external factors that can impact how you finish. And specifically, maybe the most obvious one would be the weather. You know, you have no control 
over showing up at a, at a race and having it being unseasonably warm that day, hot and humid, windy, cold, icy, rainy, sleety, snowy, what, whatever it might be. And, you know, while for some people, they might love the idea of showing up at a race that's pretty hot and hot and humid and hot and bothered. Um, and some may like the idea of showing up at a race that's, that's cold and windy and rainy and, and, you know, kind of a, a, a great day to be a duck, but not a great day to be a human out there running. But, you know, so whatever your idea of a perfect race might be, there's somebody else who's, that's the idea of their worst possible race. And if you show up at a, at a race where, um, it's just not great weather conditions, like you can't expect to run the race that you had planned to run, at least as far as the time goes, at least as far as you know, setting your, your PRs or your BQs or, or whatever you're reaching your time goals when it's 50 degrees warmer than what you're used to. And, you know, again, I mean, talk about a recent example from, even though I wrote this two and a half years ago or did this episode two and a half years ago, a recent example, I mean, you know, as this, as this, as this new episode gets recorded to, uh, you know, last week was the princess half marathon. Um, and it was hot as blazes. It was ridiculous. It was, it was hot enough that I was like, damn, this kind of sucks. And I was just standing there watching, spectating, holding the sign, cheering for people. I wasn't out there running. Um, but it, it felt closer to July in Florida than it did in February. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what the high temperatures were for the day, but it was at least high eighties, if not even touching 90. And for the people that came down to run the race from, I don't know, Pennsylvania, Minnesota, New York state, uh, Washington, wherever, I mean, you know, Disney races, bringing people from all around the, 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 uh, country all around the world. Shoot. Maybe people came in from Canada or from Northern Europe or, or wherever, Places where it is legit winter right now, you know, places where you did your last training run and it was 25 degrees. Maybe if it was warm day, it was 30 degrees, you know, 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Of course, for those of you that speak, speak Celsius, we're talking like, you know, the, the, the low single digits of negative. So negative two, negative five, negative 10 degrees Celsius. Um, and then you show up down here and it was, you know, at the start of the race, it was like 75 degrees. And that was at five 30 in the morning. And it only got hotter from there. And again, speaking Celsius, I think that would be like maybe 32, 35 degrees Celsius, something like that. And then, and then climbing, uh, maybe not quite that high, maybe starting in the, in the high twenties, low thirties and climbing up closer to 40. But in any event, hot, there was no way to prepare for that. Um, and for those people that started in the later corrals, well, now they're starting closer to six 30. They're starting an hour later. Well, guess what? It's, it's warmed up even more than that. Then the sun comes out and it gets hotter and it, and you're running on blacktop and, and like you can't control that weather. So, you know, we were spectating, we stayed pretty much through the, through the end, uh, of the race. And, you know, there were people that were, that looked like they should be extras on the walking dead trying to, to trudge through to the finish line. Um, and it was just cause the heat took them out. It wasn't cause they hadn't trained. At least I hope for the most part, wasn't that they hadn't trained. It wasn't that they weren't fit enough to, to run, whether it's their first or a good solid, whatever, a, a, a decent 13.1 miles, but they weren't prepared. A lot of people, I wouldn't have been prepared if I was running the race for that kind of heat at this time of year. So, you know, that's going Im- to impact your finishing time. So the people that got so upset that they didn't hit their PRs or they didn't, they didn't run the time that they had hoped for. It wasn't in your control. There was nothing you could do about that. It was hot. The weather sucked for running a good race. And the same thing can happen if it's, if it's cold and windy, if it's, if it's sleety and, and slippery, and, and all of a sudden you got to be care- more careful on the course. Like there's a whole host of weather related issues that can impact your finishing time. Um, other, th- other you know, kind of spend a little bit more time on this one than I'd planned to, but other, other areas of things that you can't control yet. We still focus on what other runners are doing or what other runners are thinking. Um, you know, 
we get so worried about what other people are, are doing, thinking, saying, but for the most part, people aren't paying attention to you. Um, but also other ways that other runners can impact us. So maybe, maybe you think you've got a great chance to get an age group award today. And then you find out that somebody else jumped in the race last minute and all of a sudden it went from, you know, maybe there were, maybe there were just three of you or four of you in the, in the group. So you're like, Hey, shoot, I got a pretty good chance. And now there's five or six people that are in your age group. Maybe it's a ringer that, you know, that just kind of jumped in probably to try to poach the win, uh, you know, at least a spot on the podium. And now it's going to bump you probably off the podium. I've seen this happen before where people get super bent out of shape and I get it. It's disappointing. It sucks, but you can't control what other people are doing and you can't, you don't want to, hopefully you don't let that other person that jumps in the race ruin your race. Likewise, getting worried about where you're going to finish in the race. Um, you know, I, I have an athlete that I work with who's, uh, a back of the packer which is great. Love it. She's working hard and she's, she's getting faster. Her endurance is certainly improving, but you know, she's, she's running a small race in a, in a few weeks and is a little bit worried about potentially being DFL for her, you know, this half marathon that she's running. I get it. I, I get that, that feeling of like, Oh, I'm the last one and everybody's waiting for me. But guess what? That's, that's focusing on something that you can't control. You, you can't control who shows up that day. You know, who knows? Maybe there's a few other people that are going to show up that are going to be slower than she's going to be. So all of a sudden she's worrying about potentially finishing last when that's not going to happen. And if it does, so what? So there are a bunch of people there that were faster than, than you on race day and you ended up finishing last. As long as you finish within the window, the timeline required, you know, that's who cares what play. I know it's a, it's a hit to the ego. God, I was the last one that finished. Well, you know, you, you still, you still did it. You still ran the same distance. You still pushed yourself on that day. So don't worry about other runners and what they're doing. You know, and, and there's always that chance that somebody's going to bump into you, cut you off, things like that. You get stressed out about it. You, you yell and curse and shake your fist. Um, and I know that I've, I've done that before. And I know that I've probably also been the one that's bumped into people or cut them off or, or whatever. Um, so just you know, try, to, try to not stress about other runners, focus on other runners, um, because you can't control what they're going to do, how they're going to run things like that. Last but not least, the area that people tend to focus a bit too much on that definitely have zero control over is just the random unexpectedness of race day. You know, maybe it's, it's, uh, something like you, you ate something and all of a sudden the, the GI issues, you got You got to waddle over to the porta potty and, and take care of business for a minute. Um, you know, maybe it's something I, I mean, I've done this on a trail race where all of a sudden you go off course, you, you miss, you miss the turn. Um, I've almost done that in a road race. I mean, shoot, if you, if you listen to, uh, the recap of the, uh, the big beach marathon from just a, a few, a few weeks ago, um, I almost missed a turn because in, in part it was my fault in part, the, the signage was different and I wasn't anticipating a different sign. So, you know, it, it, it can happen. You can make a wrong turn. You can get lost on a course. Um, it sucks. Obviously you want to try to avoid those types of things. But you can't control something random like that. You can't control a random cramp. You can't control a blister that, that happens to show up even though you're not wearing new shoes and you're not doing anything different. Your, your sock game is on point. You, you know, all of that stuff is normal, and all of a sudden you just randomly get a blister. It happens sometimes. And those things are a bummer, but to focus on them and, and, and put too much more uh, mental energy and anguish towards them, that's not going to help you anything. It's not going to help you at all. It's not going to help you have a, a, a decent race. It's not going to help you have a good experience. You're just going to be miserable because of something that you had no control over. So instead of focusing on those things, instead of focusing on your finish time, other runners, or just random unexpected things that may go, may go wrong or that do go wrong, 
Focus more on the things that you can control. Focus more on your mindset. What are you, what are you saying to yourself? You know, are you, are you talking crap to yourself about, oh God, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so slow or I, I, I look awkward. I, my, I have terrible form. Um, I don't belong here. I don't fit in like, stop, stop that kind of nonsense. All right. There's enough people in the world that are going to hate on you. And for the most part, our community, our running community, we don't tend to do that very often. We, we, we tend to be pretty, pretty darn good group of people. And so all those things that you're worried about, oh, they're, they're going to have to, you know, I'm going to be the last one. They're going to be waiting for me. Get that thought out of your mind because nobody, for the most part, nobody's going to care. They're going to be excited. They're going to be cheering for you. So maybe you should try to cheer for yourself. Maybe you should try to focus on having some good thoughts of like, I, I did my training. I can do this. I, I know I can, you know, take, I can take the next step. Um, you know, I am a runner. I belong here. This is, this is my, this is, these are my people. Instead of thinking, I don't know if I, if I'm a real runner, I don't know if I fit in. And I hope that you don't have those thoughts, but I know that people do. I, I see the, the questions that people ask me. I, I, I you know, see the, the comments, the conversations on social media. All right. If you're having those thoughts, I don't know if I can do this. Stop, stop. Uh, and I know that's easier said than done. Believe me. I know it's easier said than done, but work, work on your mindset, work on controlling the thoughts that are going on in your head on race day, leading up to race day, things like that. Try to talk more positive to yourself than negative to yourself. All right. And, and again, that might sound difficult. Start small, start with, with, you know, find a good mantra, find a good, um, you know, whatever, find something about yourself that you can be proud of. You know, like, you know, if, if it's, if it's, instead of saying, Oh God, I'm so slow focus on, Hey, I run steady. Um, I, I take care of, of running every one of my, my intervals. I don't walk through any of my intervals, whatever it is, find something to be proud of and hold on to that. And then find another thing and another thing, but get that mindset into a positive space because you can control that. That's, that's the six inches of, of space that nobody has any control over, but you is that space between your ears. Okay. So get your mindset right and focus, focus on getting your mindset, right? Do, you know, read some of the, the mindset books. If you need some, some suggestions, let me know. I've got, I've got a few, uh, because as, as I've talked about before, it's an area that I continually try to work on is my mindset, get my mind right. So I'm not an expert there yet, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. And that's, you know, part of that is, is having a bit better conversations with myself sometimes. So work on your mindset. Another thing you can control is your effort your effort. Notice we said earlier, you can't control your finish time. That's true. Weather can happen, cramps, GI issues, uh, course congestion, miss, you know, whatever. There's a whole host of things that, that you can't control in terms of how hard, you know, what time you, you get across the finish line, but you can control your effort. Focus on, on running, you know, running easy, listening to your body, running intelligently. You know, you can, you can, if you have a plan, if your coach gave you a plan, if you got, if you bought the book and you, you read, be ready on race day and it talks about creating a, a race day plan, how are you going to, what are you going to do on race day? Um, you know, execute the plan, focus on, on the, on the effort you're putting in, focus on sticking to the plan, focus on adapting to the plan when, when necessary. Um, my, my, my dear friend, Susie Lemmer, who was on the show a couple times, I don't have those show numbers in front of me. I should bad, bad hosting as per usual, but, uh, you know, she, she's a fellow running coach. Um, probably I feel like my, my long lost sister. Um, but, uh, one of the things that she said that, that has been ringing true in my ears now for, I don't know what it's been two and a half, three years now, since the first time I talked to her, but she always would encourage her, her athletes to make good choices. So on, on race day, you know, you can control your effort. Should you keep pushing? Should you back off? Make those good choices, but f focus on, on the effort, focus on the choices you're making, 
Focus on executing the plan to the best of your ability and let the time, let the finish time take care of itself. Maybe you'll hit it. Maybe you won't. But did you, did you, did you control the things you could, that you could control? If so, sounds like a good race to me. Then last but not least, focus on having fun. Focus on having fun. Yes, we have our goals. Yes, we want to hit the, the different time goals. We want to run our first, you know, half marathon or marathon or ultra or whatever. We want to get the distance, the distance PR. Um, we want to, we want to be successful in whatever metric we have. But the most important metric to be successful in is having fun. You know, hopefully the races go well. The, the, you stick to the plan. You execute. You're trained well. You know, the, the weather cooperates. All those things that are out of your control. Hopefully they fall into place. But if they don't, or if they do, but the race isn't going like you want it to. You can always focus on having fun. You can, you can be out on the course trying to have a pity party for yourself, or you can try to make it fun. You can give the kids a high five. You can joke with the aid station volunteers. You can cheer on other runners as they go by you. Um, whatever it is, if the wheels start to fall off and, and if you keep running long enough, um, both in terms of distance and just in terms of years of, of continual running, you're going to have times when the wheels fall off. You're going to have those days where it's just... This sucks, but you can still have fun. You can still make it fun if you focus on it. So focus on always having fun, finding the joy in what we're doing. Um, you know, so instead of focusing on these things that are out of our control, the time that you finished, what other runners are doing, what other runners are thinking, unexpected odds and ends, focus on the effort you're putting in, focus on your mindset, focus on having fun. And like I said earlier, that's easier said than done. I get it. It's not easy, but it's doable. It's doable. Work at it a little bit at a time. Keep working on, on getting better. Keep working on focusing on what you can control only and letting those things that you can't control, let them go. Let them go. Not easy. I, I know, but it's worth working on and it's going to make your anxiety and stress and nerves and things like that, that much easier because you know that those things you can't control, you're not worrying about them or, or at least you're not spending any time worrying about them, which is going to make your race day experience hopefully that much better. So that is it as per usual, a long, a long, quick tip, uh, closing in on 23 minutes at this point. But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I have no idea whether that lines up with the first time I did this. I know that the notes line up with the first time I did this episode, but uh, I don't know what the audio sounds like. So if you want to go back and compare notes, disruns.com slash three one six for the original episode. And uh, obviously if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, which is basically the same as they were before, um, maybe you've updated a photo or two, but probably not very much. Uh, but you can check that out. Dizruns.com slash six, nine, four closing in on 700. It's kind of crazy. Uh, but what did you think about this episode? What, what, what do you struggle with in terms of focus and letting go and not being to uh, type a, or are you so type a that, uh, you don't know what to do with yourself sometimes. Let me know your thoughts, feedbacks, takeaways on this episode at Dizruns on Twitter at Dizruns on Instagram, Dizruns at gmail.com. If you want to shoot me an email. And of course, like I said, you can head over to the show notes uh, at Dizruns.com slash six, nine, four, leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, takeaways there as well down in the comment box towards the bottom of the page. So that is it. Once again, be ready on racedaycom is the link for the book. If you want to get the book and, and, you know, control your own training instead of relying on some one size fits all thing to maybe prepare you for your race, but maybe not you be in control 
because you you have the ability to control it. You have the knowledge. It's right there in an in a easy-to-read book. Get it on Kindle. Get it the paperback. Whatever works for you. Be ready on racedaycom or just search for Be Ready on Race Day on Amazon, and you will find it. And that is where we'll leave this one. Closing in on, uh, gosh, this is this might be, I don't know, I, probably not the longest quick tip ever, but boy, this is a longer one than anticipated. But uh, thanks for sticking with it to the end. Appreciate you listening to the show. Appreciate the support. Uh, hope you have a great rest of the day. And uh, until next time, see you.